Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach and health strategist. On this show, we have all types of guests from your A-list celebrities through to your Olympic athletes, billionaires. Uh, I just love studying success. So today, I'm in the mobile studio. I'm stuck on the freeway in what looks like a, a horrific traffic jam. There's, I'm at a standstill right now and there's a warning sign up there. Uh, saying that uh, there's a hazard uh, coming up between this road and the next probably two kilometres. And then it'll be fine, I suppose, but uh, I don't know what's going on at this point. Uh, So today I wanted to uh, encourage you to do a self-audit, right? I think as humans, I mean, AI is uh, probably the most topical topical thing in, in terms of change in technology that's occurred over these last six months or so that I'm finding in my life. It's had a massive impact on my business life and probably personal life too because I I um, often have uh, some really deep and meaningful conversations with AI about uh, decisions that I need to make and just different questions. You know, sometimes you get, uh, like on a Saturday night, I'll be sitting there thinking, hmm, why don't I just have a, have a conversation with AI? What is that like? Because... I do believe that it has the potential to make us better humans, um, certainly the way that it is um, is done at the moment because it's it's got certain parameters uh, that have been programmed where it can't do hate speech or you know any of that kind of stuff. So um, I've had some really great conversations with it. Uh, anyway, I think as humans, we are often very, very critical of other humans, right? It's very easy for us to judge. It's very easy to criticize. And I think certainly since uh, COVID, certainly in my town here with, uh, you know, I think over 300 days of lockdown that we've had, uh, people are becoming less patient. Uh, there's there's certainly a trend that I see on, on social media with these stupid videos that people are putting up and they're getting millions of likes and millions of eyeballs on them uh, showing violence, whether it be road rage, whether it be, uh, and it's becoming more physical, whether it be someone standing around in a crowd filming people hitting on each other, as in like physically hitting hitting people. Um, the disgusting behavior that you see from people at say fast food chains where people will, will throw a drink at somebody or they'll throw food at the uh, you know the people that are, are serving them, um, whether they'll be slapping them, punching them. There's full-on fights and stuff, and it's appalling, appalling behaviour. And it's getting lots of support on social media, so people are becoming more and more extreme, and all for the case of likes. No value apart from uh, people are being entertained by. It. I just switch it off, like uh, on this platform, like on uh, this show. Sorry. What, a week or so ago, I, I did a whole session on why I'm banning X, formerly known as Twitter, because of the lack of censoring and the absolute trash that is posted on there. I was just I'm sick of it, so I just got rid of the app off my phone and I don't even look at it anymore. So I want you to do a self-audit. Yes, it's easy to be critical, to criticize other people, but how are you showing up in your life? No one is perfect. 
right? And I guarantee you that you might be showing up in the best version or what you think is the best version of yourself, but I'm sure there is opportunity for improvement. So I want you to do a bit of a self-audit. So I'm just gonna make this up on the fly. I don't have anything written down. But let's just start here. We all live by a certain level of morals. Let's start there, morals. So I want you to give those a bit of a, a bit of an audit. Like, really, are you? So you say, yeah, I don't break the law. And, and in your mind, you're thinking, yeah, that's true. I believe it's wrong to uh, murder people. I believe it's wrong to punch people. I believe it's, it's wrong to steal money, like to break into shops and steal and all that kind of stuff. And uh, um, I don't know, to have an affair and you know, whatever else that you come up with morals. And say, so, okay, all right, they're nice and you, you say to yourself, yep, my little self audit, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So, okay, well, let me ask you a question. Because I know this is rampant in the industry where I spend a lot of my time. Let's say you own a business and you do a cash job. Why do you do a cash job? Does that agree with your morals that you just told me? And I would say to you, no, it does not. You just told me you would never steal. Right? You say, well, I'm not. I'm not breaking into a shop and stealing a TV or stealing for somebody. I'd never take money out of someone's pocket. Well, hello, if you're doing a cash job, you're doing a cash job, uh, why? One, it's because you're saying, well, I'm helping somebody out, so I'm giving them a discount. You're taking off the GST, which is 10% here in Australia at the moment. So, okay, and then what are you doing with that money? Well, you're not declaring to the tax office, are you? All right, so well, you're actually stealing. Right now, so many people do this, and a lot of people that work in the health and fitness industry, they work cash jobs. They run out of their garage, they're not insured, they don't declare the income, they don't pay GST, normally because they're not earning more than 75 grand, uh, but they're, they're just doing all cash things, and they say, oh, well, I do it for cheaper, etc. But you're breaking the law. There is a law that says you must declare all your income and you're doing it as a cash job, so you can say, I'm hiding that from the government, so you're breaking the law. So that's the type of audit I'm talking about. You said that you wouldn't steal money, but you're stealing money, right? You're stealing money from other taxpayers, you're ripping off the tax system, and it's illegal, no matter what story you come up with, with as to why you're justifying it. Black and white, there's a law, it's illegal, you told me you wouldn't steal, and you're stealing. So you say, okay, well, maybe I need to tidy that up a bit or you're just gonna to continue to justify it because it pays for your car, it pays for your holiday, it pays extra off your mortgage, whatever, okay? Me, personally, people come to me and say, uh, I'll give you cash, you don't declare it, do you? I say, I'm a chartered accountant, I declare everything. Ethically, morally, I declare everything, right? so that no one can ever call me out and say, well, you said you were a chartered accountant and you are doing these cash jobs. So I never do it, ever, right? So there's some of the things that I'm talking about there. Now let's go to your, uh, say, your ethics. So there could be some professional ethics. Are you sticking to all your professional ethics? Let's say, uh, well, let's go another way. Uh, let's say it's environmental. It's, um, you know, 
some some other things that you want to throw into the mix. Or how are you going there? How rate yourself? Are you only doing it sometimes? Or are you doing it all the time? You say, well, I'm not, I drive an electric car. Okay, great. That might be great for the environment, but is it? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the numbers are about the, it depends where you're charging it, I suppose. If it's being charged by gas, oh, sorry, a, um, a coal-powered station, is that better than uh, petrol? I, I don't know what the, the carbon emissions and all that sort of stuff are, but I do a self-audit on that. Now let's go values and beliefs. All right, so you, um, they're, they're going to be different for each person, like integrity, honesty, loyalty, uh, things like that. Maybe you're being very critical that somebody is not being loyal to you. Um, loyalty is huge for me. Integrity is huge. Honesty is huge for me. And you say, yep, honesty, I you know, I never lie, etc., etc." Okay, let's go back to that previous example. How are you going with your cash jobs, right? What are you leaving off your declared income? You know, what else um, are you doing, right? Uh, your values and, and beliefs, uh, a lot of people will say, well, I, I have these values and beliefs when it suits me. That's what they've got in in bracket, yeah, when it suits me. Brian, okay. Well, values and beliefs are things that you should be living by all the time. Loyalty. Are you only loyal when it suits you? Are you loyal to the opportunity? Because that's what most people are. So I'm, I'm getting you to do this self-audit so that you can become better than your competitors, better than everybody else, and coming becoming better so that you then get into circles of people that have the same values, the same beliefs, the same ethics. They live themselves at a high level. They hold themselves to a high level of account. Most people do not. And when you hang out in those circles, your whole life starts to change, right? Because you just have different conversations because you've got the basics covered. So you're now having different conversations. Loyalty is a massive one. Most people might say, oh yeah, they're so loyal. Now I've had people that have tell, told me that they're, they're loyal and you know all these people will trust them and, and so forth and they have stabbed me in the back. Right? Why? Because it suited them to the opportunity and to another person. So what does that tell you about that person? They will do it to another person at some point. Right? So you have to be loyal. How are you living with that standard, with that belief? And so we go down the line. You think, think about your relationship. Uh, whether it's your relationship with your kids and your relationship with your partner. Most people want that to get better. All of those things, all of your deep, meaningful relationships, and as well as your business relationships, all of those relationships take time, they take effort, they take consistency, and you must continue to be a person that adds value. You need to be a person of value. You need to be a person of value to your partner, a person of value to your children, a person of value to your business people, your colleagues, your uh, people that work with you, for you, your customers. You need to be somebody that is of value. Why? Otherwise, why would they be with you? What's the point? You're just another person. And so it's time for you to do an audit of all of those relationships and the value that you're bringing to say, well, what do I need to do to get better at that? 
How do I bring more value to your partner? Right? How do you do that? At the time of recording this recording, it's actually Valentine's Day. So what, and people will say, oh, well, Valentine's Day is commercial. It's this, it's that, it's the other. Well, I don't care who you are. Like if you want to bring value to your relationship, your intimate relationship, you need to be doing something for your partner on Valentine's Day. Does that mean flowers, teddy bears, chocolates, whatever it is? Uh, maybe, maybe it does. But you know what they'll value the most? That you've taken time out to connect with them and to do something special for them. And even if it's just a note, says, hey, today's Valentine's Day. I know you don't believe in it or whatever if they don't, but you know what? I just wanted to tell you, you're the most important person in my life and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for you. I just want to thank you. I love you. Have a great day because most, most of the time you're not going to be spending the whole day with them. And I tell you, that will be worth more and 10 bunches of flour, fancy dinner out, or anything like that, because you've taken the time to write a note that they're meaningful words, right? Maybe it's a text message through the day. Maybe then you you do something sweet at night time. Who knows? You give, not the obvious, but maybe it's a foot massage, maybe it's a shoulder massage, maybe it's sitting down and watching the freaking notebook with your partner because that's their favourite movie and it drives you nuts, but this is about them, right? And they might try and do the same for you and say, hey, let's watch the the replay of the Super Bowl, which I still haven't seen. Um, I've seen about half of it. Well, listened to about half of it. Um, and they want to do that for you. And you say, no, honey, we'll do this for you. So anyway, you get my point. It's time to do an audit. And the same with your kids. Like my daughter, I last Valentine's Day, both my daughters were around. Now I only have one. But every, every Valentine's Day, I would uh, do something nice for my daughters. Right? Last, uh, gee, I might get emotional about this one, but last Valentine's Day, my, my youngest one, she was in hospital. And I gave both of them uh, these... Uh, flowers that were roses that were um, kind of velvety and stuff and in a theme of like squishy toys and stuff that they both love and I, I took it in to live to give it to her for Valentine's Day and there's a photo with her she's so like she's so medicated up because of everything that she was going through and there's a I have a photo of her um, she's asleep and she's holding the, she's holding the flower and um, yeah, I mean that's that's special, right? And you know I can't do anything for her now. Um, but today for for Emily, um, I'm still waiting for a response. I've been in a, uh, like a coaching session all day, and now it's 7:40. I'm still not home. She's spending the day with her boyfriend, the night with her boyfriend, and I um, I just wish her a happy Valentine's Day and send her my love and. Said, I hope she has a really lovely day with her her boyfriend, and um, yeah, so I never forget it, right? And I look to all the time, every week, I'm looking for how do I stay connected with her? How do I help her navigate the loss of her, her sister? Uh, how do I help her become the best version of her? 
and I know that she appreciates it. She may not always show it or in words or whatever, but I know she appreciates it. And I do all this stuff now because I'm, I'm kind of planting seeds for the future and I'll have conversations with her sometimes and I'll say, look, I know this may not mean something to you now, but trust me, this will in the future and I just want you to know. And like I tell her about the podcast, I said, look, I've done over 3,000 podcasts now. Uh, I said, when I'm gone and I will be gone one day, I said, just remember that these are digitally footprinted in the world forever so that I'm always there for you and if there and I want you if you have kids to teach your kids about this as well because it's there forever and there might be you might need my voice at some point and just like right now as I'm talking to this and I'm not here anymore hi Em how's it going darling and little M's maybe little lives that are around I'm your your grandfather or your great grandfather or something and I wish I could have met you if I haven't met you Um, but I I put it out there so that uh, there's this this knowledge that lives on generationally somebody said why do you keep doing the podcast because this is my legacy to leave this and I can help people all around the world now and I can maybe help future generations of little me's uh, who knows who knows so that's it's really important for you to take stock of all of these things in your life and say well what am I doing now let's go to the last one which I consider the most important uh, before I go I'll spend a couple of minutes here which is on your health and wellness say so, yeah I want to get better all right what did you eat? Write down everything you ate in the last 24 hours and say, can you say with confidence that you ate six meals that were highly nutritious? And if you said, well, no, I said, well, did you eat five? And you say, well, no. Okay, there's room to improve. And say, well, I do intermittent fasting. I say, okay, here's an exercise for you. Go off and do some exercise, uh, some research into uh, comparing intermittent fasting with other types of healthy eating and compare the two. Do the research yourself, uh, use AI if you like, uh, to see are you living your best life and does that support your goals? And I will tell you, if you say want to become a stronger, uh, you know, muscular version of yourself, then intermittent fasting might give you the best results. That's the bottom line. Right, it just will not give you the best results. There's science on it, and it just will not optimize your health. Right, it'll do your head in over time as well. So, um, do that work. Right, with your workouts, did you do three strength workouts that were focused through the week? And say yes, I did. Did you track all of your results? Did you track it? Do you know all the reps that you did? Okay, if we said this time last year, show me the workout that you did and show me all the reps that you did, you should be able to show me that. If you can't, and say, okay, well, there's room for improvement there. Can you show me all the food that you're eating and that you're tracking it? Right? No, you can't? Okay, well, perhaps there's room for improvement there. Tell me what your day looks like in terms of your schedule, in terms of what you're doing with your mindset. Tell me how many steps you did today. Tell me what cardio you did today. 
Tell me what you're doing in terms of your water. How much water did you have? Tell me what your average sleep is a night. Right? Tell me what you're doing every single day to grow your mindset. What are you doing? Right now, if you can't tell me quickly, bang. I could talk for this about myself for about 10 minutes non-stop without really taking a breath about all the different things that I do to make sure that I am optimizing my health, my mindset, my wellness. I said, tell me what your supplement program is. What are you taking? Right? How often are you taking it? Are you doing it every day? Tell me how you remember to take it every day. What's the process that you do there? Right? There are so many different steps. Right? So I want you to do a self-audit of all of those things. And I guarantee you there will be multiple areas where you could improve. Now, this is where I come into it. I hold people to account all over the world, right? Through their health, their wellness. And I was talking to somebody about this today. People come to me initially for, say, health, wellness, mindset, but they stay forever because they realize what an asset I am to all aspects of their life, right? Because most people will need drastic improvement in their health and wellness. And then that provides a basis of, say, energy for them. And then with that energy, what we, can we do? Well, most people aren't focused. So then we work on the mindset to say, well, okay, you said you want this goal. You got 10 things out there. None of those are going to work. Focus on this one. <coughs> and then put all the energy goes into that. And then they start to do that for a while, hold them to account to it. And then guess what? They start to get some results. Then they start to feel even better. They start to get more results. They do more of that and say, all right, now we're consistently getting a result here. What's next? And we can push them that little bit further, a little bit further. So if you want me in your life to completely change it, to give you more energy, more focus, more of everything that you want, then go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com and opt in for a free consultation right there. I work with people all over the world. The first consultation is free. Even if I don't speak to you again from that consultation, we map out a program, I'll tell you exactly what it is that you need to do and guarantee how you will get the results. Go, go do it. Do that self-order and then reach out to me. See you tomorrow.